Yes, Benz. I'm so stoked to be back here once again in our Ventura Forward podcast. We're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down those segments, looking through our journalistic point of view as we meander through the springtime in Ventura and Ventura County with our journalistic points of view. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling okay. You know, we got the gloom thing going a little bit. Should be a nice weekend, so let's go out there and do something. Yeah, episode 53 is coming in hot again with our new format, going over 15 topics that I have randomly picked throughout maybe my appearances on the KVTA morning show, at city council meetings, at some of these public meetings, or just out and about in the community, what I think might be important and want to get your very interesting professional point of view, my friend. Are you ready to kick it off fastly with episode number 53 in Ventura Forward? Good to go, 1 through 15. And also, let's give a shout-out to our favorite brand for always bringing in those tasty tunes, Ray Fresco, our boys, our beats, just talking to Sean. And we will be going to Ventura Music Hall tonight. Spence, if you want to join me, Whitey Morgan. I don't want to mention it today on the KVTA morning show because RJ was here and giving a lot of different stuff. But Music Hall, have those tickets forever. We have about a, at least over 100 faithful podcast listeners every week. Big shout out to you guys. Really appreciate you. Maybe a couple hundred pop in and out. But remember, one of our faithful longest sponsors is the Ventura Music Hall. Still offering us those pair of tickets for all of our pseudo reporters who want to go take photos and videos of their experience. Spence, I think it gets you out there still. Whitey Morgan. Have you heard of him? Did, did not, have not. This guy's jamming blues country, 115,000 followers on Instagram. Wow. So he's doing his thing. Ventura Music Hall, shout out Ariel and the team. Preston behind the bar, if you guys are listening. We're big fans of yours and all of our sponsors. All right, number 1A, Spence. Actually, this is 1AA. Akbar Ali Khan has announced he is not going to be the city manager. Comes down to it. He's from the Newbury Park area. He's been to down Ventura for about three or four years now. He's in his early 30s. So is his lovely wife. They want to have a family, stay close to home. You can't argue staying in Newbury Park and working close to home for $200,000. That's the cross the boards, everything. Young man for that kind of wage. Uh, he must have done a lot of good and impressed quite a few people uh, to go from Ventura to T.O. You know, I went from T.O. to Ventura, and I've been working here for many, many years. So uh, I just have to say congratulations. Yeah, it totally is a congratulations, too. Like, everyone thinks when you're in the middle of this political and government discussion and process that it's all battles and getting after it. And it can be in public, too, but there's also a hu humility side to it. And there's always that personal and business. If you saw on Instagram, we talked about this, wishing Akbar his best moving forward because it was always never personal. It was business. And we thought there were shady things going on. And now... Four of the top executive levels just in the last six months are now gone. And that's something Ventura Ford was focusing on over the last year and a half with the Brown Act violation, the transparency within that, the misspendings on the credit cards, kind of the process of COVID. Why was the executive meeting, uh, executive board meeting before they were having public meetings again up in San Luis Obispo, having glasses of wine and filet mignon and all that good stuff. We're glad to see the non-SEP has stopped. So the director of finance the director of community development both assistant city managers and the city manager are all gowned on spence i'm willing to travel to san luis for a <laughs> glass of wine and a nice steak <laughs> sideways are you it better not be a fucking merlot yeah that's it <laughs> yeah but 
It's an interesting business, the, the politics yes. of it. One, the biggest thing is I'm the taxpayer guy, uh-huh. and I don't like paying taxes that I think are you know over the top. And to provide a lot of these salaries, it does start to make you wonder, and that's my concern. You know, I think everybody should be, need some very high-powered, very intelligent people, well-schooled, to do these uh, jobs, to attain these positions. But, man, when you start writing down everybody in city government, just take Ventura, uh-huh. take Oxnard, any of the great cities, Teosimi, all of them, and you just start this plus this plus this, and you look at the annual and then the retirement packages, damn, the taxpayer has to do a lot of work to pay those. You know, we do. And we need to sort of see the services that go along with that. I think that's what people want to see. Like, if you're making this much money, why doesn't your city look this good? Mm-hmm. And that's that area that we want to come back to. So as we're looking for a new city manager, someone hopefully that hasn't been living in the city of Ventura, has experience in the process of city of Ventura. Names are surfacing out there. It'll be very interesting. We're not going to drop any out of respect for right now. We just don't want to convolute the situation at all. But once we get the AOK, we will be giving our number one pick. So I'm excited about that. Excellent. Okay, let's go into 1A here because my 1A is because of the importance here, which normally isn't too important, but this is very important. Trade Desk, Spencer, you familiar with the company Trade Desk? Started here, and boy, did that expand and, and blow up to be a huge part of the community. And where is Trade Desk right now? Do you know where they're at in their process of like growing and expanding? They're on Main Street, and they like took over a building, right? They did. They took over the Bank of America building. That's when they took, and that is... Um, and they want to build their national headquarters here. So are we going to allow them to? Wouldn't you think that they would have the red carpet with whatever they want to do? I mean, with some certain parameters. I would even get the golden one they just had at the Oscars. <laughs> Any carpet, because, again, this is a business that grew here that's important and is nationally, probably internationally known. So what's happening? They're not getting as warm as they're welcome as they want. That's, I'm going to leave it right there. Are all my exes going they've to drawn, Texas? They've drawn more than a few drawings about what they want to happen downtown, and it hasn't been received 100% by the city. I'm interjecting myself in this conversation and in the relationship between the city of Ventura and Trade Desk. And here's why. The people that they say, them or the, the city, right? Guess what? They're gone now, right? With Akbar saying that he's no longer going to be applying for the job, all of the people in the last four or five years who are making decisions, they're all gone. So... Everybody, when you say them and those people in the city, guess who it really is? It's us because our elected officials are now going to be hiring the new city manager, which makes those decisions. Therefore, it ultimately was our decision. So what are we going to do? We're going to contact our city council members right now, and we're going to tell them, what are we doing for Trade Desk? How are we making it so a Trade Desk can be here for the next 20, 50, 100 years, bringing in high-paying jobs on and in those levels of employment mostly i'm talking about the computer jobs the programming jobs uh, marketing and advertising within the computer system as well i'm not trying to sound smart because i don't know this very well but i know the levels and lengths that trade desk is going there and that's the jobs that we need to create in this community would you agree spence it's good to have an anchor like that because look at what happened to to all those years ago with amgen yes amgen started out there and bam it created dos vientos it created international fame and it also got a lot of high paying jobs in one community amgen is totally responsible for that expansion of thousand oaks with very high paying jobs and jobs that got the attention of the world so i think trade desk could be in the same you know they could be in the in the same um absolutely tunnel 
How was that? Because Channel. you being a TO veteran, how was that received at the time? Was it, yay, let's do it? Or was there a little bit of the, was the red carpet pulled out for Amgen? I don't think people knew. We didn't know what we were getting. Uh-huh. We heard about it biotech. Okay, that's cute. Let's see how it goes. Now, if I would have paid attention back then, we would not be having this conversation because I would have bought stock at about 25 bucks. And I would just salute it and said bye-bye. But it did create that neighborhood that is Dos Vientos. When I look at where I used to hike, you know, when I was a kid and used to go running, yeah. that gigantic area. So I think there were some gate shutters that didn't want to see them there. But I will say the amount of good, big money it brought into the community and all those jobs that come along with it, the gardeners, you know, all the, the help a household would need that has that kind of income – it was an A-plus thing for T.O. So anybody against it then, I think they changed their mind, especially if they bought stock. Let's get it. If Trade Desk can get in the same conversation as Amgen for what Ventura can do it, that's a great future. Green company, too. You know, they, they come in here, they're, they're great employees, and they're, they're green. You know, Amgen didn't really cause anything other than large population, but it's a good, clean company to have here as far as uh, any kind of energy use. So... Let's keep trade desk. Let's go, Spence. Maple Court housing project. There's a housing project going in, which is like adaptable reuse using commercial building in and around the point, the Pack View Mall area. If you know where this is, Mills, Maple. I want to just bring it up so people A, are aware of it. It's coming up soon. This is more of that little higher density in the city of Ventura. My question for you, though, is a few of these buildings go three or four stories that will be looking into a playground in a schoolyard of a middle school. Appropriate to be building high-rises next to school or leave a privacy for the kids? Well, I think uh, most of the privacy would be the people in the houses concerned the kids were looking up at them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a big deal about uh, them looking down at the kids. And it gives some kids, uh, you know, when they're hitting the fungos, hey, see that window up there? Nope, it's a conversation. Sometimes. I'm all in. I'm fine. Do they have pickleball and pool? At the apartment complex or, yeah. or the school? At the apartment complex. They need to add pickleball and a pool, Amenities. Yes. But uh, no, that's fine. It's and this fine. is right across the street from the YMCA right there. They should bring that area there. Yeah. Uh, there's talked about opening up some more of the campus here again. So imagine if we have closed campuses or, o- or open campuses, could that apartment complex use the schoolyard when school wasn't in session? Could they walk across with the YMCA? Can you have your dogs go there? That's the ever-flowing conversation of open space from taxpayers, land versus private entity. I mean, you've discussed before, like funding a field like Ventura College and then being able to use the track after it gets completed. You can no longer use the track. I use that example up at a city council meeting as well. So the conversation flows, Spence, between open space and high-density housing. Yep, and uh, just making sure the kids are fine. But I don't see any bad impact on the kids. As a matter of fact, you're probably going to find that a lot of people that live in these apartments are going to have kids at the school. Well, that's what you would say, too, because they talk about the um, population of schools losing themselves and then schools having to close down like happened in Ojai. This would be probably somewhere else you can see kids wanting to live in this area so you can walk to the middle school. Great point. I love that by you. Yeah, and I don't think we should shut the gate. As long as the building is good, as long as the streets are paid and p- paved and paid for, I think we're good. This is okay. Let's move on down to Johnson Road now as we get deeper in Ventura and our meandering Johnson Drive behind Sky Zone. This is something that didn't get reported that much this week, but it's coming off next door, so I can't confirm, but I have confirmed the police did arrest a, young, a, a woman who tried to 
possibly attempt to abduct another young lady in a parking lot by cronies, Spence. And I went up and was cleaning a bunch of it. It was absolute pig style. Did you see some of the photos I shared? I did not. I mean, I'm talking trash for years behind there. And this isn't the shot at the businesses, but it is bringing attention to them. There is some accountability that you have to make even in your own commercial space. I was talking to a resident on my direct messages and they said, you're blaming the homeless people for everything. I said, no, I'm not. If you heard me speak, it's a very fluid trifecta. It's the commercial landowner who's not doing the weekly, monthly maintenance that he needs to do to support his business owner and his tenants. It's the business owner who's probably not doing the best of checking and double checking that their employees are properly taking out the trash, disposing of the grease, cleaning up some of the area outside. And number three, it's the slobby human beings who are taking advantage of the community. And Spence, someone's to blame, if not all three. And there's some good businesses there and there's some empty spaces there. So it would attract a bad element in certain parts. Cronies is great. Uh, that jump place, I hear it does quite well. Yeah. And there's a few others there, but it's an inter and uh, Crown took over the Toys R Us. That happened, yeah, right? But it's still not open because they cut the hole out of the building, which compromised the structure, which they haven't been able to be permitted, from my understanding. But there's a newer Thai place there. It's funny being there for a few days. I've seen the businesses. Fresh Burrito is there, Armando, 22 years. DW Cottage Cafe is there now. Remember, they moved from their location here on Victoria. We went for uh, one of the election parties. Jim Duran had Jim his. Durant. Yeah, so it's it's a Buster's good place. Bu Buster's Barbecue. There's a it's lot funny. there. It's funny. It's heavy restaurant. That's like a restaurant row. It's kind of like the little food spot down mm -hmm. there. You know, Cronies is Cronies is open Cronies, for breakfast. Cronies kills. <laughs> Cronies is open for yeah, breakfast. Cronies kills. It, were, that's great. Dude, there were dudes getting schooners at lunch, and it was one of those like, put my head down and don't look up because I don't want to see you if I know you, and you're having a schooner at lunch. It's like, not only am I jealous of you, I don't want you to think that I'm I'm guessing on you. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was really funny. But we do have to keep that uh, place clean because it's adjacent to hell. You know, if you just oh. go down down the street, you know about the Motel 6, of course. And oh, it's awful. There, yeah, it's, it's pretty slimy. And it's the entrance to the river bottom. Yeah. That's not so dangerous about having your p child possibly abduct, abducted right there. You go right into the river bottom, and you're in danger. Yeah. That's why there need to be river rules. No one should be in the river because then that wouldn't be a dangerous place to take people down there. And it's gotten so populated in the river, I hear going to the Motel 6 is actually a downgrade in housing for a lot of people. <laughs> Sad but true, Spence. You always bring the, the parody in here. I love it. Let's go to school zone limits. I'm trying to lower school zone limits. 25. I want to know what you think about timed school zone limits because right speed now, speed limits. Speed limits. Thank you. Right now, it talks about if children are present. In the law, in the ordinance, present only means when a child is on the other side of the fence of a school. Okay, but I think that you could possibly agree with me on this. A chain link fence is not stopping a car that's going 25, 35, 45 miles an hour. Okay. So, therefore, I think speed limits should be a timed thing throughout the day that kids are not only walking to school, but also on the schoolyard where the schoolyard is close to the street. So, would you be in favor or would you be against having a school speed limit time zone? I think it's a good idea. And I also think fines should be doubled in school zones like they are in construction zones. Thank you. I, and I agree with that completely. When I was living in Arizona and also the state of Washington, that was very aware and everywhere i was i mean it was so annoying to the point where there's flashing and you didn't speed anywhere but by juana maria i do want to give council member jeanette sanchez palacios and bill McReynolds a shout out we've got some new signs coming in so i have some signage coming in which hopefully will help a little bit but on telegraph road between kimball and wells an absolute 
track meet speedway zone because people from Santa Paula want to avoid the 126 because if you know the 126 the off ramps getting off on Wells and getting off on Victoria get notoriously backed up right the Vic- does anybody ever say getting off on Johnson <laughs> that's good I missed that one but more importantly fix the freeway so bigger problems which we probably just made for number five we won't talk about it in depth because I'm short too of the 15 is the off ramps on Wells and Victoria. You can't have an off ramp with a stop sign. It needs to be a stop light or a yield moving forward. So as population grows from Fillmore to Santa Paula, do those places have jobs that are going to be able to, you know, uh, support the wage of living, the cost of living out there? Probably not, right? They're going to be coming to Ventura, different places higher. So it's not just the city of Ventura's population, it's surrounding areas. Fix the 126, take pressure off Telegraph and Foothill. Let's go. What do you think about that? I think it's a good idea. It stops signs at the end of a freeway. It just it's nothing but pushes traffic up onto the. And have freeway. you seen how far back it's been? You, oh yes, you, you, I you, drive you, it frequently. Yeah, and you get yeah. into work early too, which yeah. it is. But at like seven thirty, when you're busting on the radio and everyone's going to school and the government center, it's almost in the one twenty six. And then you know you because you're coming the other way on the freeway. It has that mergey thing. It's ridiculous. You know this. All right. Moving forward here. Let's go to Ventura Pier Closure. Ventura Pier Closure. Wife's calling. Yes, sweetie. I'm on the podcast. What time is baseball practice? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. All right. I'll be there soon. Yeah. Bye. Oh, we're a little late to baseball practice, Spence. It's okay. I thought it was at five, not four. Ooh, it's okay. We'll be there. That's part of the podcast. We're always moving and grooving, doing our thing. That's what you love so much. You share the stoke about the information. Spence, the Ventura period is not going to be closed until the beginning of the new year. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be open until the I beginning. I find it to be year. unacceptable. It's a tough one. It, there's a lot of work to be done on it. What did they put a, a sticker price? Was it like 300 grand? That's You said 300 grand? I think it's something like that to fix it. But like, I hate to talk about money like it's not a lot of three hundred grand is a lot of money. But then you look at like, when the, you look at some of the, the salaries, st- uh, three hundred grand doesn't seem like so much for our number one tourist attraction. Or like you know, state budget goes from like all of a sudden we're over two point four billion dollars over surplus. Now this year we're four point two under. It's just money's thrown around so much. There's got to be some exception here for big things that attract everyday lives. There's got to be some slush fund somewhere. And you would also think with a toilet up in San Francisco costing one million dollars, I think it's actually one point two yeah. million dollars for a toilet. It, the, the money in government is very strange, and especially when it's something as essential as the Ventura Pier is. That how many people are going? What do you mean it's closed? You, you just feel the coming up, and everybody wanted to go out there because it's a beauty. It's one of the classic piers in all of you know Santa Barbara has the wharf. It's huge and. You know, Santa Monica Pier down there. But as this type of pier goes, uh, the Ventura Pier for many years, for decades, it was the last wooden pier uh, in the water. Now, it's been modified since, but they got to fix that quick. Got it. Something's Who's going to write the check? Well, city should have. There's got to be some money. There's got to be money. It's got to get done. We're going to roll into our next topic. There's that super bloom that you can see from the pier the flowers right now are magnificent out there. You really got to get outside. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't been outside walking around, do it. I went outside and saw the mustard up in Rancho Ventura to two trees last week. It was 10 feet high. I couldn't believe it. Saw the video. It was spectacular. We put it up on KVT. It got a lot of views. 
That was really incredible and beautiful. It's really terrific. But a lot of people, and this is just part of the deal with hay fever, you know, they come in, they're, they're just getting busted right now. I'm lucky I don't have that. Yeah. You know, I don't have anything like that. But the hiking video that you took, and somebody commented, why doesn't he stay on the trail? I said, he is on the trail, but it's so overgrown. <laughs> yeah. It, like the, the bushes, you know, all of the growth is crossing the trail. Oh, you couldn't see. I got lost on the trail. It was nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. So you just look at your feet and keep going. The other thing, did you uh, cross over any snakes? No snakes, but tons of cow poos because there's over 300 head of cattle on the ranch right now, which is the most in a long time. So. I saw one photo of a rattlesnake that was in a, like a little crevasse that the water eroded across the uh -huh. trail, and the snake was just going down. It was a rattler in, in the length of the, the thing. was about like three feet deep, and they took a photo of it. Next time you see, I'll get a video for a rattle. I know you like those rattlesnake oh, videos. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They scare me. <laughs> they do. Okay, where am I going next here with all this good stuff rolling through? Podcast number 53, Ventura Forward Tears. All the new followers this week, we announced that new news. We have a muzzle on, so we won't talk about it. But a video did go absolutely viral this weekend. If you shared it, you're my friend. Now, speaking of the Ventura Fairgrounds area, Spence. Yes. Tell me more about the Strawberry Festival. Because, you know, I think we've all heard about the Strawberry Festival. I've never been to the Strawberry Festival. Is it just like everything strawberry, or what is it other than everything strawberry? It is everything's really expensive strawberry. Ooh. Now, I do enjoy it. It started off way back in the day in Oxnard, and it was like pop-up tents uh, down by the beach. And it just got momentum, and it became a huge event for many years at uh, College Park in Oxnard. The one problem, and it's funny, it's... It was still crowded. It was hugely popular, but for some reason they felt compelled. I don't know. Maybe College Park said, hey, we've had enough of this. Uh, we don't want to do it anymore. I don't know if they got just no more contract for that College Park or if the Strawberry Festival said, hey, we need something that's right up close to uh, 101 so we get a lot of flow. But the one side of it, they started talking to L.A. a lot because they knew they had the Ventura County people. So a lot of the local radio stations felt a little burn. I'm sure the star did that. We supported it for so long. Then they started fishing and spending their budget out in uh, the Los Angeles area. Bring more people in probably ended up being a good move. But if you go there with your kids, it's amazing how if you, you take like a skewer, you know, it's like a thing, and you put six strawberries on it, yeah. how fast they turn into seven bucks. <laughs> it's it's a little pricey. It, it really is. Just got to be got to be straight on that. It's a little pricey. So it's a ticket to get in and everything that you get there costs money, too. It's expensive. Yeah. Is it delightful? Sure. Is, is it the garlic festival? You know, we've got a few of them in California. Citrus Festival used to be over there in Santa Paula. Uh, and they used to bring in a lot of good bands. Oh. Now, they still do, but they're local bands. Before, they would always have somebody like, you know, the old school Steppenwolf. Cheap Sheila trick. E. played that. Exactly. That type of band would show oh. up there. Uh, it's good. It's fun. But you're going to be well, well over a Benjamin for a family of four. Are you envisioning beautiful girls stepping in strawberries, juice coming out? And does that happen? What's this show turning into? <laughs> but they do have everything... Everything jam. They've got Andre's one year did the uh, cook. They have the chef and they say, OK, here's your ingredients. Make a dish and you got to do it up in front. It's it's there's a lot of fun stuff that okay. I don't want to take away from right, a I'll lot like of fun. They do stuff for the kids. You know, they have a throw a pie at your dad stuff. And 
but it's expensive. I like it. Good understanding. You're the man. That's why I asked. Okay. Moving down this list now, let's go into farmland. Farmland in Ventura County is known about SOAR. SOAR is a statewide initiative to save our agricultural resources. It's deemed good and bad, deep discussion, ever flowing. More importantly, you have to understand that if city, if county land is inside city limits or outside, it has to go to a vote to be developed. Okay. If not, if not voted on, it'll be stayed that way until 1950, 2050, excuse me. Now, why is this important? When they're doing the general plan update right now, what they've learned is there's a piece of property that's not in county jurisdictions and city jurisdiction. And what that means is not covered by SOAR and that if you want to develop it, it just has to get annexed into the city and then voted on to change its, uh, layering of permitting so it goes from agriculture into either industrial or residential whatever it's going to be zoned for zoning is the word i was looking for spence you know what piece of property i'm talking about no the mcgrath piece of property right over here by the station between which would be almost the cemetery is that the giant pumpkin farm no that's a that's a little south of that this one's north of olivas you know when you're taking the road right here on um market when you're going to the okay valentine valentine yes okay. So when you're going on Valentine, you go past the school district's office, and you know there's an open field, and you get into the other residential area over by Market. Yes. That one on the left. Okay. So that might be coming to vote. So I just wanted to bring this to people's attention that the city council could be voting, voting to annex that land out of farmland into industrial or residential. Are they growing anything there right now? Yes, they are. So I just saw them celery. Yep. That's a tough one, then. Right. Because we, we do have to protect those uh, resources. We are in ag county. That'll be interesting. Totally, right? Because you think SOAR, you think farmland, it's all covered by SOAR, right? But I was like, what? Well, like, no, what's in city? It's in city jurisdiction, so it can be annexed. I go, what? And if it's annexed for, and that, this is the problem. If you are the landowner and you know you could give up celery for a few condos, boy, that'll pay a lot. What? So, and my it, friend whose family owns some property, uh, deep old property, Santa Paula, also some ranches out in Oxnard. What do you think the price per land versus residential could could, could multi multiply the land? How much? How many multiplications? So you're saying what would they make off farming and what would they make off of selling for housing? Selling for housing, I'd say it has to be a hundred times on housing. Twenty-five to thirty. Twenty-five to thirty. Okay, so I exaggerate. And maybe that's residential it's still too. A lot of money. Maybe that's residential too. But it's basically yeah. from keeping it farming to having it the option to sell is twenty to thirty times. Now, are they saying that they want to sell? No. But are they saying that farm farmers who've owned the property for 150, 200 years, do I want the option to do what I want my property? Absolutely, they are. So that's the whole sore initiative. Was it a good thing or a bad thing to take that control away from the landowners? That's tough. Yeah, I'm I'm pro landowner, as the country should be. So, you, so that's a tough one. Right. I would let him sell. I would let him sell. I love how you're, yeah. it's a, you got it because it's, it's America. I, it's America. You know, I can see in your face, too. You rarely have like a heart string pull in a conversation. Yeah. You're normally just boom, boom. And you are. I don't here, like people. But, but, you, but you can tell that you love the farmland of the 805. I do 100 yep. percent. But I got to say, if it's your farmland, you better damn well grow celery. If it's mine, I'm going to sell for condominiums. No, that's a good point. But do you think at some point maybe we could regulate a little bit about like how fast we could develop it? Or do you just say free for all, do it fast? It's like, yes, you can do it in time, parcel it off. Just say, go for it. Capitalism, let's go. 
I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm just curious. It's a tough one. <laughs> I like green belts. I like space. I like Harmon Canyon, but look how that was taken in. You know, they bought the land and uh, they created this wonderful area. You got it. If it's your land, you're going to want the money. No. That's it. No, I mean, it generally, if it's oh, your yeah. land, somebody's going to want the cash. And that's where I want to stay right there and wrapping up this podcast. Good 30 minutes on 54 spent is don't make Ventura County or the city of Ventura your business plan. This is our home. And know that if your family and stuff have been doing business here for a long time, you got to evolve not only what's best for your pocket and your economic plan, but for our future. And it's your stewardship. It's your job. It's your leadership. It's not just your money or your identity. Your family from generations in the past have stewarded you this responsibility. Please take it seriously. Please don't just sell out cut up shop and moved to Tennessee and say, forget about it. Because California gave you a lot of your families our riches. You know, this land has been so vibrant from the sun to the, the, the resources in the ground to everything above it. Think again about what California has given your family and our community for a place to call home. And if you do happen to leave, don't disrespect it. Make sense? Let me make a little sense, Spence. I'm hanging. Yeah, buddy. So, hey, again, my guy, Tom Spence, my mentor, my confidant, my best buddy, old pal, dropping in with some fun stuff going on this weekend. What are your big plans? Uh, my big plans, I'm, I'm kind of batching it on Saturday, and frankly, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for Saturday because they're going down south. They're going to be at the um, uh, sister-in-law's house, and they're going to be hanging out there doing stuff in San Diego. So I don't know where I'm going to be on Saturday. So look out. I'm going to call you, see what's going on. Ventura Music Hall, Friday night, maybe downtown Winchester's. We'll give JR a shout out. I heard him say he's going to get you a Guinness. So we'll yeah, he did offer me up a Guinness, uh, which is the way, you know, put out that dish and I'll show up. I told him, I, I, I told him it should be a filet mignon, but he went with a Guinness. But we don't, what are we going to do? I don't care. <laughs> I'm always busting people's balls because Tom Spencer's worth it and Spencer just says it. Until next time, let's go.